Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of And I'm All Set. Today, we take a look at online relationships from friendships to romance and even sexual, along with the trials and difficulties that they may present. So once again, I am joined by these amazing humans, Minnie and Nazum. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good. Yeah. Doing, yeah, just can't complain. But you could. Yeah. It's it's uh, another good Friday. I'm here with my two favorite people on this planet doing this awesome show. Amen to that. So today we are talking about online relationships. So this is going to be a um, exciting episode, <laughs> at least. Exciting, potentially heavy. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I've been the looking forward parts. to this. Yeah. But um, given the nature, there's probably going to be some ridiculous points as well so bear with us as we get through oh yeah this this is definitely very personal for me at least um so i've been yeah <laughs> so this would be yeah, interesting some, uh... needless to say so all right Minnie, how uh how do you want to start are you off? ready i'm ready okay I, so 100 percent ready as everybody knows obviously from listening to us uh, we have all been friends for quite a while now, uh, and they're very, very rewarding friendships to me. I want to know what other potentially rewarding friendships you have developed well in this community. Uh, Nizum, if you want to start us off. So for me, it was I avoided online for so long, like I have um, even with my other communities i stayed away from this whole the whole online thing like i would i would join various groups and so on but it was more for events and find out what was going on i'm talking in real life person events so for me my online relationships all started last summer even though i was part of this big program i could never get my foot in the door always struggled with that but in terms of friendships and valuable friendships, like I've got you two, that's a given. But I've met so many amazing people um, from all over the place, and they've all openly accepted me, my weird quirks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, yeah, just uh, my unusual Britishness, which even though to everyone it seems unusual to me it's it seems norm unusual britishness it's unusual britishness it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Mr. Peanut like uh, you know I was talking about Nutbutter earlier on and you know to everyone else it's something completely different to me it's just Almond butter or cashew butter. It's something I put on my toes. Like, yeah, not, not necessarily what my, where my mind went. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but Pyro, uh, given, given that you've had many, many years of experience uh, bouncing in between all these communities, uh, very often, obviously, conflicts within friendships come up, whether it be in a physical friendship or online. 
how do you feel it differs from handling those conflicts with a person that you've never physically met versus someone that you've seen or know face to face? Um, realistically, there really is no difference. Um, because like you, a friendship is a friendship regardless of, um, closeness as far as distance, you know, you, you're with these people, um, a considerable amount of time, especially in, you know, the capacity that I was involved in all these different communities. Um, so I mean, it's, it's, it, there, there really is no difference. Um, you have... see, I found that there's a huge difference personally, um, just in the way that things are handled. Um, cause it, it's hard to kind of get past emotions or intention through a text message, right? As opposed to being able to see facial expression and, um, hear the person's sincerity behind the conversation where one simple sentence like oh you never called me back could be interpreted three or four different ways oh, if it's yeah. through a text message right yeah definitely 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 i agree with that completely but um but speaking from my experiences that they're pretty much all the same um i'm you know a busy guy <laughs> so the whole like my friendships, like, well, we'll just be honest. Like the past few years, all my friendships have been online friendships. <laughs> even, even people that I grew up with, um, as a kid and had that, like with people that lived like on my street have kind of ventured over to online relationships because like our main point of communication would either be over the phone, um, text message or like Facebook, social media. Um, there was very few people who had like physical access to me. And when they did, you know, it was always, you know, simple, like go hang out and then, you know, go back home. So there wasn't much time for a conflict in those atmosphere, you know, atmospheres. Um, and as far as like, for me, a lot of conflict that I did have with online friends, it, it was always handled over voice chat for the most part. Um, and like certain specific sensitive issues that did occur towards the end of certain friendships. Yeah. They were basically, you know, over text message, but at the time it was just like my anger pretty much came up. I'm very good at showing, <laughs> very good at <laughs> showing my distaste for the person over, um, text. Um, that's fair you know now in your experience um both of you when it comes to conflict and drama between friend groups in the online community have you found it to be more theatrical more drama filled more overblown than what you would in again day-to-day -day friendships from face to face comparatively to work or high school or within your own friend groups oh for sure definitely and i don't even have to think about that one like it is straight up it's it seems to be this war of words now i'm not one for i'm not one for 
being the keyboard warrior. Like, if I think of it, if I'm not, I don't think I'm quick-witted enough to, like, be quick, type away a, a quick response. Like, and my response is then in that instance where I would just say, you know what, let's just forget about it. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. In a message, that comes across cold and, like, you know what, like I'm asking for a fight. But in reality, it's just, it's me, how I speak. And if we were in person and we had this full-blown argument, my response would be, you know what? It's fine. What's done is done. Don't worry about it. Let's just move on. Yeah, because you, you, you can hear the tone in your voice mm-hmm. versus but tone in that doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, go over well via text. Exactly. So whereas those words, like how I message how I communicate on like on on all these platforms is how I normally communicate in person anyways or clo- as close to as possible so when I say you know what let's just forget about it it's not me picking a fight it's me kind of going okay you know what I, it doesn't really matter anymore like I've moved past this so that's like, my take on 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 the whole situation, Pyro, same question. Well, for me, I don't know. I guess I attract all the um, psychopaths and drama queens. Uh, Because whether if it's online or in person, it's it's always relatively been... um, There's always been some sort of theatrics or drama involved. Um, And it, it all gets handled the same way. You know, like I worked... Like at my job specifically, I started out in the kitchen. And we're around each other. We're there for 12 hours a day. So we're all together for a long period of time. And so we we do form friendships and stuff. And there was always that, you know, backstabbery and, you know, where there would be like two specific people who were closer as friends versus everybody else. And they would always talk shit. And there was always like a point where like there was like unnecessary drama just just to make things, in my opinion, it would it, it felt like it was just to make the workday more interesting, you know? Um, but it's the same thing. To me, it's always been the same thing online. Um, me, a lot of, again, the differences for me, a lot of this stuff was always done via voice chat. Like, our communications were always voice chat. Um, I'm, I wasn't one to really, like, talk, like, via text, like, and when, when it was, it was always like, you know, simple stuff or in like a discord area and you wouldn't, you would do your best not to like bring that stuff to like public forum. And then even, you know, for me, for me, it's less of me trying to get certain points across over text. It was always when I wasn't having any type of attitude. Or <laughs> or anything like that, that it was always perceived that, you know, I was angry, sad or 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 something when it when it wasn't. But or something with a negative undertone. Yeah. Um, but usually if if I was pissed off and, and I was directly dealing with some some drama, it would uh, you you as I said before, you knew my tone, you know, and I would yeah. always make sure that I would say like all right and that said either sarcastic or that said with you know i'm angry here or and this is not 
out of coming from a place out of anger. Just to be clear. Yeah. Well, I found that online, especially when with between friend groups and whatnot, the the drama and the arguing and the pettiness that goes on almost feels like something that's following the script to a TV show half the time because it seems so outlandish and out there yeah. and soap opera y to me. Yep. And like um, like for me though, like the work atmosphere, that's exactly like we would say it all the time. Like we could totally turn this into a TV series and sell it to Netflix and make a shit ton of money. No, there you go. Like Grey's Anatomy. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> but then do you think by that point in time, though, like because I've only been doing this short time, and sometimes I think uh, are these people who are who are doing all of this? Are they doing it just because they need that drama on a day to day basis? Like for I, some people, yeah. For some people, absolutely. They need the drama. They need the focus. They need the attention. spotlight. <clears throat> um, and they'll do that by any means necessary, especially if they're feeling that their position in whatever group they're in is being challenged in any way. Yep. Or if they're not getting, like, like if somebody new joins the circle, mm-hmm. you know, they, they always feel threatened by that. And especially if they're used to be in the center of attention. Yeah, absolutely. And then all of a sudden it becomes a big problem. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I could trust this person who just joined. And it's, just like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know them and I've never talked a word to them, but I don't know if I can trust yeah. them. They're too nice. They're too so, nice. I don't well, like the profile nice, picture. So. It's a teddy bear. It's like, yeah, if, sorry. Next time we'll, we'll have hold interviews and be like, listen, we only let assholes join this group. So, I mean, well, if you're, if you're honest, nice, it's a red flag. When you when you join online groups and communities and develop friendships, you really don't know who you're friends with, not underneath at all. Like when you yeah. meet someone face to face, you know, oh, this is a person that I now know. This is a person I now am friends with or hang out with. Where online, you could have someone sitting at home saying something around the lines of, oh, I'm really... Uh, down on my luck i'm really sick right now i only have six months to live Uh, all this bad stuff has befallen me and people showering them with attention and gifts and money and everything else because people do do that now yeah Um, and and meanwhile they're sitting in a you know five bedroom house with a mercedes in the driveway the best lifetime i'm the best time of my life yeah yeah, I mean, I will say it is probably easier to do that in an online environment versus in real life. But I, I've have I have witnessed stuff like this in real time with like non-online people, like people like I know in person. For instance, there was this person that I worked with in my now current job, and. They were like, oh, my mom's friends with Oprah Winfrey. My family comes from all this money and da, 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 da. You know, and this same person like would keep um, turkey sandwiches with mayo in a draw for like eight oh. hours. Yeah. Oh, my. Right. We have a mini fridge, too. Just saying. But Well, that is, uh... you know, so and. Then there would be, oh, like, I'm so sick. And the only thing that makes it 
harder to do stuff like that in person is connections with other people. You know, so there's more of a likelihood that running into somebody who knows this person or knows the person that knows the person that can straight out call them out on their bullshit. Yeah, either that or you can see them physically. Like right now, I can tell you that I have um, I have one leg because I lost my other leg in a boating accident or whatever have you. Well, I and mean, there's no reason for you not to believe that, yeah. right? Like knowing me for as long as you have, there's no reason for you to be like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, well, it all depends on the severity of how they're going to push it. But I mean, like... You know, people that do stuff like this, especially in person, they're very crafty. You know, mm-hmm. so they would make sure very that manipulative. Yeah. So if they if they have manipulative tendencies, they would make sure that they keep it um believable. But and stuff to start. Sorry. But see that's the thing, and it's always to start. You know, mm-hmm. but eventually they get carried away and then, you know. Yeah, it always reaches that point where you stop and say, wait a minute. Yeah, and so... And usually that's the point where everything for them... And it always happens. And it always Unravels, always, always. So with that being said, with the friendships that you have made online, have any of them ever turned into a friends with benefit or a online sexual relationship? Um, Me personally? Um, Yes. Um... Um, I'm trying to make sure I answer this correctly and honestly. Um, there's been maybe like one or two very small numbers. Um, I'm very, um, you know, I, I, I'm awkward, you know, especially when it comes (laughs) to like that type of stuff. Um, but yeah. It's a nerve wracking situation. Yeah. Um, specifically. Um, it was more I, like my situation, it, it was always turning into not just like, like, a, just strictly like sending nudes or stuff like that. There was more emotions behind it. So um, you breached relationship territory. Yeah. So it's always been more like relationship wise. Like there was a couple of people who like I would have conversations with and they would initiate certain aspects of the sexual tones you know um right you know and i would be like uh basically a nice way to tell them to simmer down now you know so it never yeah really i i wouldn't let it get to that point you know okay all right now zoom I have never had an online friends with benefit relationship. And I will be brutally honest there. Uh, so for me, for me, it's, it was, I came into all of this, I was in a completely dark place and it was never what I've wanted. And it's not what I've been pursuing. And even now, like nine months, almost a year since starting my little online journey, I still don't think I want that because first off, I'm I'm quite cynical when it comes to this because with my past experiences and my relationships with my my relationships, 
I know that there's a lot of scope to be taken advantage of and to be used. Um, so uh, I'm not a jazz person by nature. Like it, I, I really, it takes a lot. But if I'm in a monogamous relationship, then I expect the same thing from another person. Now, when you put the whole online, when you bring, when you start a whole online relationship to me, that's 100% monogamous. Like there's no guarantee that person is 100% truthful. What's to say we're not talking got... about relationships, though. We're talking, we're talking about sex. We're talking about sex. No, I haven't. Okay. And it's not something that interests me because at the end of the day, the end result is still... Nazum pleasuring yeah, himself. The... <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the end result it's still is still a solo me. act. It's still it's a still solo act. See, and the, it's a lot less it messy. And I don't know if it's because I am female or if it's just my perspective on it. Um, I have a lot of fun with it. I don't mind doing so. I've had, I don't want to use the term vast experience. I have had experience with it. Um, I don't see any real downside to it as long as it doesn't breach that a really fine line between this is all it is and fatal attraction. As long as that is not a factor in it, I'm generally okay with it. So as long as there's a, you know, understanding of, you know, calling it what it is. I'm sorry, say that again. I said as long as, you know, they understand, you know, because you said fatal attraction. Yeah, There's because no it does seem to be a very blurred line there for a lot of people that the the line between this is all it is and this is ever all it ever will be versus I want more and I'll do anything I can to get it. Um, it seems to be very subjective. And see, not just online, but like even in person, like that, that shit always boggles my mind. Like people go and do the craziest things to try and force somebody to have feelings that they don't have. Yes. For some, for, for that person. That always boggles my mind. It's like, yeah, or they, or one person so, perceives it to be more than what it actually is. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's different. Like if you're in a relationship and, you know, both parties on the surface, at least make it seem, you know, like you're both saying like, I love you and, 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 and all that stuff. Like, it's understandable that like, if it comes to an end, one person may be like a little bit, you know, upset and, would want to try and like talk it out and and all that stuff but like like in the situation like you're you're specifically speaking of like that always boggles my mind it's like see it doesn't move on <laughs> like, it, like yeah it, it doesn't ever seem to be simple um now not i can't say never i have had a few experiences where they are friends of mine who we just do stuff and then go to bed and then it's the next day is just another day 
if it happens again, fine. If not, whatever. Uh, but the line doesn't get crossed. Where a lot more often um, it is, it does turn into that very baffling situation of, well, you've never actually touched me or been with me, so how could you be so possessive? Um, and that's usually the point where they start lying to tell you whatever it is they feel you want to hear to secure that relationship. Yes. Yep. So, relationships in general, would you ever consider a romantic relationship online? Uh, not only would I consider it, I, I've been in a relationship online. Um, a considerably, like, long relationship online. And, like, and it wasn't just strictly online. Like, well, yeah, it was, like, long distance, you know. Which is normal, too. Like, today, it, it's not as taboo as it used to be. Um, and, like, we've met up, we've hung out, we've spent time together, you know, been physical. And it's and it's more than just, like, been, like, words on a screen, per se, you know? Um, right. But, yes, definitely. I've uh, been in one actual, like, online relationship. Like, legit. Oh, my, uh... My online relationship. I married the guy. Uh, we met playing Call of Duty. Um, and he is originally from Missouri, where I'm in Ontario, Canada. And uh, that was 10 years ago. It will be our 10-year anniversary in August. And we had dated online for about a year. Um, and he came to Canada the one summer to visit and I didn't let him leave and that was that. So I <laughs> she held him hostage. I did. I he he got here. He was supposed to be here for nine days. It came to be the night before he had to leave. I called my mom because I was living with my mother at the time. Um because I had just gone through a divorce uh about a year prior. And uh, I told her, I said, listen, I'm with so-and-so at this hotel. The weather's really bad. He's supposed to drive home tomorrow. Could he stay with us for a couple of days? And she said yes. And then I just kind of moved him in. It was just mm -hmm. ex accepted that he was there. And then we ended up moving out a couple of months later um to our own place but yeah it was just that's just how it was it was yeah okay it's just accepted that he's just a part of our life now um and then we got married we have a couple of kids uh and it was all because i blew him up the grenade in black ops one <laughs> and that that's an amazing story but i don't think i could ever have an online relationship um, not long distance. It's one of those things whereby I don't like I touched on it. I said last time, right? And uh, in it just when you were just talking about defend your benefit, um, but with an online relationship, for me, I would crave the physical element of it and of a relationship, and I kind of I would want that with that person and if they are 
thousands of miles away, then but it wouldn't be something like I wouldn't be wholeheartedly into it. Now, if it was something that was an open relationship, possibly I'd consider it. But even then, the end result is once again the same thing. I will still be going at the end of the night. I will be spanking the duck. And <laughs> jobs like, like you know, and that's it, and walk away. And then there becomes questions of trust. Like, if it's an online monogamous relationship, what's to say that person hasn't got multiple partners lined up? And well, can I ask you this? What What's the difference between you know, worrying about that in an online relationship versus somebody who you're in a relationship with that lives relatively close by. Because there's still there that possi- that there still yeah. is a possibility that that stuff is oh, always a there's always a possibility, but that per- the person close by it's still I don't know, it's still there's still it would still feel a lot more intimate. Like you're still physically seeing that person. You can kind of gauge. Like it's, if if you, I've been in in relationships in the past where I've been cheated on, and I've oh. gone. Like, I think we all have, but mm. like I've gone, and you get that gut feeling that you know what something's not actually right here, and. I wouldn't know how I would deal with that in an online situation. Like in person, you just sit down with that person and be like, are you cheating on me? Or however you would approach it. Like you'd just like, you'd face it and tackle it. But online, once again, you can't see that person's, how they're reacting there. Like, it's just, yeah, it's. Well, see, I think you're thinking of it just being strictly like via like either like voice chat or um, through text, you know, like the relationship I was in, we we would FaceTime every, every night, even when I was streaming, like we were FaceTiming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you would, you would still see like their face and, and stuff like that. And as far as like how you would handle, like if you had a feeling something was off and you still would get those feelings, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and, And you would address them. Just like you would um, in a normal relationship. Because, like, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Like, let's say you're in a relationship with somebody who lives down the street with you, right? Okay. And you, you fall head over heels with that person. But whether it be for school or work or for whatever reason, they have to move a great distance away. Would you end the relationship or would you at least attempt to make it work? Attempt to make it work. Yeah, because then, make it okay. you know, so it's, it does become like it, it at, at, on a, at a certain level does become long distance relationship. And basically that's all an online relationship is, is just a long distance relationship. You still have the only thing that, that you don't have in an online or long distance relationship that you would have on a regular relationship let's say somebody who lives close by is that constant physical touch correct 20 years ago i did the long distance thing back then we didn't have all of what we have now we didn't have the the facetiming the 
the super fast internet, all of that stuff. We had mobile phones and extremely expensive phone bills, which, you know, couldn't make things possible. Yeah. Uh, that was back then. The, the, my last relationship, I was with someone who was living in London, which is what, two and a half hours away. Now I would be back and forwards to London every weekend without fail. Like, so on the weekend, be doing all of the things that I would usually get up to, having fun, you know. And then the weekdays was usually both of us working. So we would phone on the phone for like maybe an hour or two, both be exhausted from the workday, but then come the weekend. Essentially, it was a weekend relationship, but, um, and that's fine. I could accept that. But, I don't know. The opportunity has not presented itself yet. I wouldn't. I might. I'm saying no at this point in time. But the opportunity hasn't presented itself yet. And when it will, I'm still naive about all of this stuff. Like you can say, like I am not even a naive person. But when it comes to this, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you just haven't. You've just never been in that position, which is definitely understandable, you know. And it's not for everybody. You know, no, long, absolutely long not. It is a lot of work. It, it really is. There's a lot of work involved. There is a lot of vulnerability and trust and <clears throat> a lot more so in in this aspect versus like like somebody who lives relatively close by where you can hop in a car and at least be with within distance of them. Yeah, you know, like I wouldn't even consider like an hour drive long distance relationship, No, you know. No, it's a relatively short distance when you still have the opportunity to see each other. Yes. Um, but you don't have that opportunity to see each other. When you don't to have to get on other. an airplane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't have that. There's a lot of um, emotional baggage that comes with it because it, for a moment, if that trust or, you know, that comfort is rippled or broken for any reason, that's it. It's just, it's that it's a permanent nagging in the back of your head of, well, if I can't trust them with this, what else is happening that I can't see? Yeah, definitely. So is there anything else that you guys want to add to this conversation? As well as, you know, you know, my experience with online relationships is have, you know, it's been only like one person. I've only been in an online long distance relationship with one person. Um, and it had its fantastically amazing moments. But go, going back to the point where it's just like we talk about like any type of relationship and that facade that people <clears throat> put out, you know, mm-hmm. and like me, I relatively am. For the most part. What you see is what you get. Granted, like in a relationship aspect, there's always parts of a person that that you get that nobody else does because you're in different situations, you know, like versus like you get into an argument and it's it's easier when you have those types of emotions wrapped up into another human being. You're going to get all the rainbows that the person has inside them, you know, the sad, the happy. The angry, you know, 
you get to witness the parts that are behind closed doors that are yeah that are that you know that nobody else really does um yeah but besides those aspects like for instance like i feel like the person that i was in a relationship with wasn't real right you know like it was an act um parts of it may have been real but like for instance like going into the discord and seeing like them portray themselves in a completely different way that I have ever seen that person portray themselves anywhere that we've both been. That was very shocking. Right? <clears throat> you know, and then, like, you know, basically, like, I was cheated on, you know? And whether if it's verbal or physical, you know, if you're telling somebody that, that you'd like to fuck them, <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. you know, um, and depending on the personal parameters of your relationship is what dictates that. Yeah. And, you know, and you're supposed to be in a relationship with somebody, but play it off that you're single. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a no, no, you know, I, I wasn't perfect in that relationship at all. You know, I have told a couple of females that they were attractive or that they were hot or that they were sexy. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and say that I was a saint. Um, but <laughs> never once <laughs> did I tell somebody, you know, that I would like to have physical intercourse with them or pretend that I wasn't in a relationship. Um, doesn't not make an excuse for any of my mistakes, you know, but there, there is a stark difference between the two. Um, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then what really opened my eyes, though, what really opened my eyes is when, like, I, I started becoming depressed. Um, and the person took it personal. And then they would ask me what was wrong. And I would tell them, I, I'm depressed. And it was like, it didn't matter, you know? And so then it got to the point where, like, I was a secret. <clears throat> and I didn't want to be a secret anymore. And... <sighs> the willingness or, or I say the lack of willingness from the other party of, you know, not wanting to, I guess, be more open about our relationship kind of, you know, made me question our relationship. And then that person, like we got into an argument and then it got to the point where that they said that I was manipulative. And it was in that moment that I was like, all right, well, if you feel, that I that I'm manipulative and I and I mean hey I don't think I'm being manipulative but how would I know and if that's the case then I think I think you know we shouldn't continue with this because if if I'm being manipulative then I am no I'm not being my true self and, and that's not fair to you and that's not fair to me and so and I didn't want to end the relationship because I was very much in love with this person. Truly, I was very much in love with this person. Whether that person was in love with me, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, there were times they made me feel like they were. They s- expressed it. Um, and they were, they were very good at, at expressing it. But I did at that point in time. You know, especially going into that discord and seeing all that stuff, I started questioning the whole relationship. And it wasn't the first time we broke up. 
you know, the first time we broke up, I was devastated, you know, and, you know, it did not end well. And then the fallout afterwards was even, was even worse. Like I lost friends. Uh, I got kicked out of a community that I was a part of, you know? Yeah. You know, but, you know, I sacrificed a lot for this person and they, and, and, and like now I realize that they sacrificed very little for me. Um, or, you know, nothing at all. Oh, nothing at all. Exactly. Which I'm not being cheeky. It's just <clears throat> I was there for the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, no, so you're I not. Know you're absolutely not wrong. <laughs> what occurred. <laughs> you know, and, and it was funny. And like, like there was one person, my friend, um, who was, was like, oh, he was grooming this person. And it was just like, no, actually, it was quite the opposite. <laughs> you know, like, like this person kept, you know, contacting me. Like we were contacting each other, but it was very innocent. You know, and then mm -hmm. little by little, like her comments changed a little bit. And, you know, she started sending, you know, different types of pictures. And I, I, like I did like I did like her like that. We we would spend like a lot of time just playing together as friends. And my my feelings did change, but I kept them in check, you know. Right. Um, until I couldn't. You know, but at that point in time, it was kind of. Like, I kind of had a feeling, like, that they felt the same way. Um, right. But then it realized, because of the situation with that Discord and who it was geared towards, it was geared towards another content creator who was, you know, gaining a big following in a specific game that she liked to play. So I kind of realized that it's the idea of the person <clears throat> with, you know, that quote unquote clout that doesn't exist that I feel like was the main reason, you know? Yeah. And that's entirely possible too, because people will get into different kinds of relationships uh, for different reasons. And most popularly uh, what they see to be, you know, and I spent lots benefiting. of money on this person too. Like I was paying their, their, their debt. I was paying their school bills and not that they had a lot, but I was, you know, no, but that it's still gives, you putting out your money, you know, gamer chair games. Um, I was paying off their loan, you know, and I stopped that like after the discord, because then I was like, how do I know that? Like, you're not just like, I'm not just an ATM machine to you, you mm -hmm. know? So it was at that point where I stopped, I stopped, I still bartered like, gifts and stuff like that but i wasn't paying the debt anymore and <clears throat> um you know but it was like after we ended the relationship the second time and she immediately started refollowing this person and really made me see that i meant nothing to this individual like i meant nothing to them and the whole relationship was a sham and the person that I fell in love with didn't exist. And surprisingly, because the first time we broke up, I again, I was devastated. I was okay. This time I was okay. Yeah, let, you handled it completely different <clears throat> this time around. Yeah, I just let go. I disconnected from the person in every possible way. And that was that. I didn't look back. Yeah. You know, I didn't look back. And funnily, it was the best 
thing that's ever happened to me. Now, I don't. Well, your re- life's been on a total upswing ever yeah. since. No, because like I was being alienated. Um, you were my best friend and it made her uncomfortable. Um, you know, I couldn't talk to certain females. I couldn't like everything was being put into questions like the tweets I, I would like, you know, <laughs> tweets I would like and just stupid shit was yeah. always coming into question. And then the fu- funny thing is the whole time she's in this discord telling this dude in a public, not even in private, in public, telling this dude she wanted to fuck him, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. You know. Well, on that note, um, just to start winding things down, and if you have anything short that you want to add uh, in the overall yeah. from this conversation, to Zoom, you can go first. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say sorry you had to go for all that, buddy, but everything you have just explained there is pretty much how I see an online relationship and it being literally my worst nightmare. <laughs> like, well, I just the, need the, to the interject whole... there real quick though, Nazum. There's also, you have to understand, like I was in physical relationships with people and the same shit was going on. Like, yeah, they my, didn't know. Much my son's know. mom, for instance, we, we, we have a great relationship now as friends, but she was using me as a roof. She needed a place to stay. I would come home from work and she wouldn't be home. And then, thinking I was coming home at a certain time and I would show up early and she'd be pulling up with somebody that we had crossed paths with at a bar the night before. So, but I was a dumbass and I stayed in that relationship too, might I add. Um, so <laughs> regardless no, I, if it's I, in an online relationship or a physical relationship, there's always that chance. Any no, I, relationship, I totally- when, when you're putting your heart out there, you're taking a chance and you're given the most important organ of your bar- body is your heart, you know, whether it be the physical <laughs> or the um, the philosophical heart. You know, you're you're opening yourself up to have deep feelings for another human, and then they can manipulate you and take advantage of those feelings and and hurt you so deeply. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where, whether if it's online or physical, you're opening up yourself. You're taking a chance. Being in any relationship, you're taking a chance. No, of course. And for me at this point in time, because like the, with all my illness and stuff, this is the first time in a long time where I've just tried to get my life back in, on track and you know, for the first time in a long time, I've got friends and I've got a purpose and I'm doing stuff and all around I'm in in a general happy place. But in terms of relationships, like the, that idea of like, I, in the past, I have encouraged girlfriends to, to partake in like financial domination and, you know, kind of, guys who are willing to give cash and pay for holidays or buy me something you know even though it's going to be for her it's in her name it would usually be given to me <laughs> and i've encouraged her like you know go on do that i really don't care like at the end of the day we're together if you're not taking it they're going to give it to someone else it's their kink and whatever it may be and 
I said this the other night, like calm as a bitch and what goes around comes around and I don't want to be in that position where someone, I get it, like it can happen in, in every day in an everyday physical relationship, but online at the moment, the question of someone being fake and all of that stuff having, you know, whatever it may be, it, I'm not sure. Yeah, like I said, I'm not sure whether it's 100% for me, but opportunity have presented itself. I think no like way. in everyday life, if it's meant to be a thing, it's, it's going to happen either way. Mm-hmm. Your heart wants so what it wants. So with that said, um, I am going to lead us into the promo for next week for episode four. Which is, let's talk about sex, baby. What's love got to do with it? And we are going to take a look at sex and sexuality from different perspectives, given that we are three people with three different tastes. Um, And we have our first guest speaker next week as well with Mr. Trevor Robbins. So stay tuned to see what he has to say. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Especially it is going to be a good one. It is here. <laughs> we love Trevor here. He is always very outspoken. He has a wonderful speaking voice too. He does have. A he has a lovely speaking, speaking voice. voice. He <laughs> does have a very wonderful. I'm yes, and given that spoiler alert, Trevor and I have a bit of a history. We could kind of bounce things off of each other in those regards as well. So it should be a really interesting episode. Yeah. Um to tune into and with that if no one has anything left to add i'm going to say pyro take us out well i i don't think i don't think we're quite ready for that yet i do but i do need to add just in case the person that in question that i was talking to does listen to this um um i just have to say that if you do get a package from me (laughs) just know (laughs) that it was a pre-order when we were still together just in case you forgot um and it was like ordered over the summer and i did not send you that recently so if you get it do not contact me to thank me um because it still stands i don't know who you are and i still don't want anything to do with you so (laughs) please do not contact me um sell it on ebay i don't care (laughs) burn it do whatever you want with it but just know it is not a new purchase I, i just need to put that out there Oh. that's fair enough <laughs> that was the first thing i said to you're like oh shit this thing sent today i was like oh my god she's gonna try to thank you uh, i doubt it i really don't think so i really don't think so um but and i i do have to like i want to add to this uh, like where where nazum was talking about karma um you're very right karma is a bitch but karma is <laughs> really only a bitch if you're on the back end of negative karma Mm -hmm. you know but karma also is beneficial like that's if you believe in karma and all that stuff which i do you know i've been going through hell in my life the past few years have been crazy and 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 the relationship that i was in wasn't always like negative like it, it it served its purpose it helped me through you know dark times you know it it was just a fucking mess, you know. But after it ended, there was an upswing. You know, like I was able to 
communicate with people. I wasn't restricted on who I could communicate with people. And, you know, like, for instance, I found this amazing community. I started networking. You know, if I was still in that relationship, I would never have met um, LSD Baby. I would never have met Laura Lee Rose, you know, and in her community in the SOS streams, you know. And, and it was, like, not long after the relationship that ended that, like, I found that community. And mm-hmm. now I'm streaming for SOS and it's it's yeah I put in you know I had to audition and all that stuff but I would never have had that opportunity given to me if I didn't meet Laura Rose you know what I mean Um, correct and I would never have had that opportunity because I wasn't allowed to talk to people even in a professional capacity you know so yeah, karma is a bitch, um, but it's also, it depends on where you are on the upswing of it. And, you know, I've- Now, I've, is that necessarily just the universe balancing itself in those regards? Because you had had such a shit go at everything eventually. Yeah. Even outside the relationship, like, you know, you know, and, and the situation that I that I'm in, not a lot of people would agree with, you know- with like where I'm at, you know, and that's fine, but it's like, it's not your life. You don't have to live it. It's mine. You know, I'm no one else has to agree with it, but yeah. you No, no. And anyone exactly. you're personally involved with, you I know, mean. you know, I, I, I'm married legally, you know, but my wife got sick and our relationship wasn't the greatest, you know, on Facebook, it looked like it was, but it wasn't. You know, it was toxic. She was not nice to my oldest. We fought all the time. Granted, she did have a ginormous tumor that we didn't know about. There is a possibility that I never really truly knew the real version of my wife. Because that tumor could be the reason why she was so aggressive in certain ways. Um. But now she's incapacitated and we can't have a functional relationship. I'm still, I visit her every day. You know, I spend time with her, you know, but I'm here. I'm taking care of the kids. You know, I'm, you know, but many people may not agree with, with that, but you don't have to. And you can have any opinion that you want on that subject matter, but it's not your life. It's mine. So. Well, and I think that relationships these days, they don't fit into a convention the way that they used to. And yeah. I think that there are people that have a hard time accepting that or looking past that. Yeah. I mean, However, I could have, I could have just said, fuck it and took off. You could have, <laughs> you know, but I make sure she's um, very well taken care of, you know, and I was taking care of her too. For a long time until I mm-hmm. wasn't getting the help that I needed, you know, I'm showering her, feeding her, wiping her ass, you know. Yeah. And you said something just there a moment ago, like everyone's life looks interesting or perfect online. Everyone's relationship online in public looks perfect. Yeah. And behind closed doors, it's not. Yep. And it's funny, too, because one of her friends tried calling me out and I'm like, 
here in my dirty laundry. And I'm like, I believe you were sucking some dude's dick in the parking lot at work, <laughs> you know, and then going home <laughs> to your kid and your husband, your baby daddy. Like, so, you know, what's that about people throwing stones in glass houses? <laughs> That's why, like, I try not to voice my opinion on other people because who the fuck am I? <laughs> you know, like, I'm just a guy and they're just a person and we're all doing the best we can in this fucking crazy world. You know? Yes. We all have totally our agree. shit. Mm -hmm. And in this world would be so much better if a majority of people focused on their own shit versus on what everybody else is doing. Yeah, Everyone's, I mean. Everyone wants to turtleneck and have a little poke and see what everyone else is doing and, you know, poke their nose where it doesn't belong. And, you know. But, on that note. Logical closure point. <laughs> yep. So, you know, in closing, online relationships are not for everybody. Um, but they can be fun. They do have their benefits. benefits. You know, you get your privacy, you get your me time, you know, and you get that space, you know. And see, the difference, too, is you get time to miss the person. And that's why I think sometimes long distance relationships are sometimes, in a sense, better. It has their negatives and it has their positives. You have that time to miss the person versus when you're with that person every waking moment. You know, and you, you're going to get aggravated with the person a lot faster, you know, because you don't have that time to miss them. Um. But it's not for everybody. It's not everybody's cup of tea. But everybody's different. Oh. And I would just like to add, Ben, if someone would like to sample the 21 flavors of Nezum and it's show 32. the benefits. Is it 32? I thought it was 21. Anyway, it's 32. It's as many flavors as you want. Nezum. As many flavors <laughs> as there are. If anyone would like to show me any different on online relationships, please, by all means, feel free to reach out. Show me how great an <laughs> online relationship can be, but you know, just putting that one out there. Well, I mean, you, I, it's, it, I'll I'll put it in this sense: look at the friendships that you have. You know, I have like I have it, amazing friendships. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, it's it's have, oh, it's almost the same in a sense. It's just the feelings are different. You know, like, yeah, I'd love to fucking hang out with you guys and go out and have a drink and do stupid shit together in person. But because we all live so far away, it's not possible right now. You know, so look at it that way. Is that our logical closure point? I'm really losing track here. Do we ever have one? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It requires some logic. You know, the, you know, we're, you know, we always follow the beat of our own um drum bucket all right everybody but uh stay tuned for uh next week's episode though that one's gonna be exciting i can't wait look again yes, it's gonna be awesome I, I have to put my own plug in because trevor is one easy to talk to but he's mm -hmm. just very like the way he talks, it's just, you, you'll see, you'll find out. 
You'll but, find out he is a very well dictioned and opinionated <laughs> individual yeah, with the but, voice of an angel. <laughs> but as far as today's episode, <laughs> just to recap, we covered friendships, sexual relationships, and romantic relationships online. We all have our different viewpoints on it. You know, we've talked about our own personal pros and cons. But at the end of the day, as far as I go right now, after all my experiences, this is Pyro, Minnie, and Azum, and Pyro specifically on this subject matter, on online relationships. To keep it simple, and I'm all set. Thank you, everybody, and see you again next week.